Here's what's coming up on today's show. It's important that when you have a comprehensive financial plan, that's all set up ahead of time and we've taken all these things in consideration. What if we have a correction? What if, what if this happens? What if that happens, etc. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Internationally speaking, let's have a conversation here about a a couple in India. I don't know if you've seen this, Mark, but a couple in India is suing their son and daughter-in-law, citing their lack of a grandchild. (laughs) They, They say they paid for their son's education and wedding and are owed monetary compensation to cover those expenses if they don't have a grandchild within a year. Have you ever heard of anything so ridiculous? I have not. I have clients that are eagerly awaiting for grandchildren, um, but they haven't taken it to that extent for sure. Um, I know sometimes it's a little harder to have children, too. So sometimes a year may not be enough time. So, (laughs) um, wow. I don't know what kind of court, but again, I'm not in India, but I don't know what kind of court would actually, you know. um, Can't see them winning that that suit. No, or even even looking at that. Yeah, because, you know. But it sounds good. Uh, so many things that are beyond your control, but I mean, you know, talk about putting pressure on your kid. My goodness. Well, and the other thing too is, you know, I love my daughter. I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, but the, you know, there's certainly I have clients that don't have children, and there's yeah. some, certainly nothing wrong with that. Not everybody needs to have kids, and if you don't want to have kids, the worst thing to do is have kids when you when you don't want them. Yeah. So, um, you know, to each their own. <laughs> Well, let's talk about that. That could be a disastrous situation. Let's right. talk about some financial disasters. Wildfires, hurricanes, and floods seem to be in the news constantly. Tornadoes. And we're all very familiar with the problems caused by all those natural disasters related to weather. And while life and limb aren't necessarily at stake when it comes to your portfolio, experiencing a financial disaster can still have a a devastating, catastrophic effect on your life and retirement. So, uh, Mark, let's discuss some portfolio disasters that uh, you've seen and how we can avoid them. First of all, I know that you've dealt with this situation a lot. You've helped a lot of people through this situation. Uh, Let's say a recently widowed spouse comes to see you, and she is completely in the dark about the financial situation. Her husband uh, handle all the money, or maybe it's the reverse situation. Maybe the husband comes to see you after the wife passes away. She's the one who dealt with the money. How can you help folks avoid that kind of a situation? Sure, sure. And I'll say this: you know, luckily, one of the good things about being in Tucson is it it does get hot. Yeah. But our only natural disaster is wildfires. We don't have all this other stuff that other people have. Yeah. So thankful for that. But yeah, this has happened. You know, we make it mandatory that if we invite you into the office for what we call a getting acquainted meeting, where we discuss the financial planning process, if somebody's married, we require both spouses to be at that meeting. Um, if one wants to come and the other one doesn't want to come, we won't, we won't move forward. Arizona's a community property state. So for one, it's both their monies. Um, and I think it's it's really a disservice 
in our opinion, to have a spouse that's not doesn't want to be involved. And I get it. One person wants to take the lead. There's certainly nothing wrong with that. That's always the case. But the other person needs to feel comfortable about who they're working with, feel free to ask questions. So when the time does come, and I've experienced this, unfortunately, several times in my career, where uh, the one that was leading, whether it be the husband or the wife, um, passes away, the other spouse takes over. You know, if they're working with us, they, they know who I am, they know us, they feel comfortable with us. It helps a little bit as far as they can, they can grieve without having to worry about the financial stress about who they're supposed to call or who they don't even know what to do. I've had a, a situation, this was several years ago, where the husband managed the portfolio themselves. They never had an advisor. Wife knew nothing about investments. He kind of kept it to himself and never shared anything with her. She came to me and unfortunately, and you know, not to knock annuities, but in this case, she had met with somebody uh, who basically took all of their money and put it all into annuities, uh, which was probably the worst thing she could have done. And unfortunately, it was too late. They were all locked in. And the penalties on those were extremely severe. Yeah. And there was nothing I can do to help her, you know, and, and, and it was unfortunate. But that's, you know, one of the things that can happen. Um, so, you know, you, you get a hold of the wrong person, you hold, and a lot of them put themselves out. I'm a CFP certified financial planner. I'm also fiduciary, et cetera. Um, so we take it very seriously about giving what's the client's best interest. We're not here to try to sell you something. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people, you know, I'll, I'll use the worm uh, in our industry, I'll use that term loosely because I don't consider them in our industry um, that are mainly just financial salespeople, whether it be selling somebody an annuity or selling them some mutual funds or whatever it might be, just trying to sell them something to make a commission and yeah. move on to the next one. Oh, that's a shame. So, okay, we're talking about financial disasters or potential financial disasters. How about, um, and, and I'm certain that you have a lot of experience with this uh, in talking with folks, a market crash that forces someone to work longer than they had planned, or maybe uh, someone's forced to go back to work after they had retired. What do you think about that, and how can you help folks avoid that kind of a situation? Well, that's through our planning process. So, I mean, really, we do comprehensive financial planning for everybody that we come in contact with. So before we give advice or say you should do this or this, we take a look at your whole situation, your investments, your taxes, your estate plan, if there's education planning, tax planning, um, all these different areas, insurance, risk management, all these different areas to make sure that we're giving the right advice. You know, people that retired, let's say in 2007, had a lot different experience than people that retired in 2009. That was right before the crash. And so we can't time when people retire. Although, you know, I can tell you this, through our retirement planning this year, I've had three clients retire uh, this year alone, which is not obviously not in the best market, but they've done everything right. And albeit it's not the best time to retire, they're going to be fine. And so I think that's important to understand. If you put, if you do all the right things, you're in control, not so much the market, because the markets are going to ebb and flow. And if you have a set target date in mind, you know, what, you know, some people want to extend it if that date comes and the market's down. If you're able to do that, fine. If you don't want to do that, that's fine too. If if you have if all the numbers work, so it's important that when you have a comprehensive financial plan, that's all set up ahead of time, and we've taken all these things in consideration. What if we have a correction? What if what if this happens? What if that happens, etc. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with the one and only Mark Silverman in Tucson at uh, Silverman and Associates, and uh, I'll 
tell you how you can get in touch with Mark's office in just a few moments here. But we're talking about financial disasters or potential financial disasters. And Mark, uh, we've talked about this a lot. Uh, Family legacies that get wiped out by nursing home expenses. Long-term care is so darn expensive. And because people are living longer, more and more people are being affected by this. Yeah, yeah. People are living longer. That doesn't mean they're being they're living. There's not as much quality, but people are certainly living longer. And then, what part of our financial planning process is looking at the estate, long-term care side? And there's different options out there. It's not just traditional long-term care insurance, where if you don't use it, you lose it. It's expensive that they could raise the premiums on you, which all of that is true. There are other options out there. You can obviously self-insure as one, which is if you do nothing, you're self-insuring. If you don't have any money, the state will take over for you uh, and and pay for you, but you have to be destitute basically, mm-hmm. um, which is a problem if you're married because that means the other person who's not going in the home will end up destitute. Or there's some life insurance options that have long-term care benefits. It's more of a uh, an asset-backed type of product where you can uh, leverage your money to cover long-term care, where if you don't need long-term care, uh, you have a life insurance death benefit, so the money's not gone. And they typically don't raise the premiums. They're a set premium on those as well, so they're planned and we know what they're going to be. So there's different options out there, and it's, it's important to explore those. You know, If you make a decision where you don't want to do anything, that's fine, which is doing nothing is the default is self-insuring. That's fine as long as you know what your options are, and then you make that decision. Too many people don't make that decision that they they haven't they make the decision to do nothing uh, without knowing that there's some other options which in the long run could save them some time and some money. Mark, I just wanted to mention one more scenario here and I know you've heard mm-hmm. about a lot of folks who fit into this category. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, people are living so much longer these days and so many people out there in their 80s for example who are sadly the only thing they have is their social security that is certainly not enough to have a comfortable lifestyle in retirement no i don't know how anybody can just live on social security and if they are they're um, not doing much and they're you know one issue away from you know being bankrupt so hopefully if, if you are living just on social security you have you know kids family uh, friends that can help help step in if need be social security is never meant for it to be your sole source of income you know i say it's maybe 25 maybe 30 percent of your overall retirement income if that but you know it is what it is um and so yeah social security is never designed for that so that's not an option it's there it'll probably always be there in some form or fashion However, you know, they're going to probably delay when people start to get it. As far as people that haven't received it yet, they're probably going to make it instead of 67, a full retirement age. They may go 70 or 75. That's just me saying that, you know, they have to do something to change it. But yeah, Social Security was never meant to be your sole source of income. Yeah, as we have said so many times before, it's not going away. It may change. They may tweak it some, but correct, it's not going to go away because let's face it, politicians love getting reelected. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the politician who came up with uh, doing away with Social Security would not get a whole lot of votes. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I know that there, there are folks out there who uh, may fit into some of these categories that we've talked about here today and uh, may want to make a phone call to your office. And uh, they're intrigued by some of the things that we've talked about and may want some answers to some of their questions. But what's that uh, initial conversation going to be like, Mark? Yeah, it's a 15 to 20 minute phone call. There's no strings attached. There's no obligation, no cost. You will you'll call or you'll text that number. Christine will reach out to you on Monday, assuming it's not a holiday. 
and she'll get you on my calendar for a 15 to 20 minute phone call. I'll answer any questions that you have. Uh, I encourage you to go to the website, uh, savingwithsilverman.com. There's some good information on there. And we'll discuss our process, how we may be able to help you, what kind of questions that you have uh, for yourself. Uh, and like I said, I do try to help everybody. And so I'll, if I don't have the right answer, I'll get the right answer for you and, and try to point you in the right direction and help you the best that I can. If we decide that we're a good fit and we want to take it to the next step, I'll invite you to come into the office for what we call a Get Acquainted meeting, which we'll go more into details about our planning process, etc. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.